Merchantside Park. We could fight our battles to the end and surely leave our mark. We're the tigers of the VFL and we're singing harmony. We're the tigers bold in black and gold. We're the boys from Hi and welcome to the Big W Podcast. Uh, this is the podcast of the Werribee Football Club and it's that time of the year when we talk about the award winners for uh, the 2021 season and look forward to the 2022 season. Today you'll be meeting the top three in our best and fairest count, the Bruce Montgomery Trophy. Of course, the man who's won it for the fourth time, a record-breaking fourth time, Matt Hanson will join us a little later. In his first year at the club, Sean Mann has certainly made an impression. Uh, he's finished runner-up in the uh, Bruce Montgomery Trophy count, so we'll talk to him second on the program. But first up, of course, it'll be the man who finished third. Uh, he's uh, had his best season at the club uh, and is uh, really making a, a hell of a name for himself around uh, the football world. I'm talking about Jack Henderson. We'll uh, get to Jack in just a tick, but a reminder about our terrific sponsors who support this podcast. And we thank the CB Motor Group, was formerly known as Balan Holden, uh, the motorplace.com.au is the website. All the servicing uh, that you've uh, come to expect, all the service that you've come to expect from Balan Holden over the years, you'll get with the CB Motor Group. So uh, check them out. They're in the same place too. You can't miss them as you come into uh, into Werribee. Uh, Avalon Airport, our naming right uh, oval sponsors, flights are returning. Uh, jump on their website and check out all the details of that. And congratulations to uh, Justin, the team. Recently, uh, they at the Geelong Business Awards, they took out the 2021 uh, Safe and uh, Healthy Business Awards. So well done to Justin and the team there. And they'll be up and running more and more with each day now that we're uh, out of our restrictions. Karaya Waste have been long-time supporters of the club and long-time supporters of this podcast. We appreciate that. Whether it's uh, industrial waste, organic waste, quarantine waste, they can help you out. Jump on their website, karayowm.com.au. And CSCG, uh, when it comes to uh, taxation, when it comes to superannuation, when it comes to your finances, they're the people to talk to. CSCG.com.au or give them a call, 9974 Let's get into this award-winning version of the, well, sort of, you know what I mean, uh, award-winning version of the uh, the podcast. And we'll start finishing in third place this year's Bruce Montgomery Trophy, Jack Henderson. On the Big W Podcast, joining me now, finished third, uh, his best finish in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy count and picked up the Coaches Award as well this year, Jack Henderson. How are you going, Jack? Good, thanks, Kevin. Good, good to be here. Mate, uh, this time of the year, are you, are you slowing the body down? Are you starting to arc the body up? Uh, where, where's your preparation at uh, on the back of uh, the 2021 season and looking forward to 2022? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's slowed up. I think everyone's been a bit deprived of football and any a long year of sort of any physical activity. So, um, yeah, look, with a shorter season, I'm, I'm pretty keen to keep the fitness up and um, hit 2022, um, yeah, full steam ahead. It's been a uh, unusual and interesting and challenging last sort of 18 months, hasn't it, in terms of being a, a footballer who's trying to uh, sort of carve his way in the VFL and maybe looking to higher honours? Yeah, look, it's hard, it's hard to sort of get a bit of continuity in your game when you You've got a few weeks on and a few weeks off, and um, yeah, and especially in some of the boys like my age and a few, few around my age, it's hard to. It's hard when you're sort of getting into your prime, and um, yeah, we all just really just want a good run at it at the end of the day. So, we're really looking forward to getting back into it. 
Jack, your evolution as a player since you first walked through the front doors of the Werribee Footy Club, it's, it's been interesting to watch. It's, it's changed your role over the over the couple of years you've been at the club, hasn't it? Yeah, look, I, um, I, I couldn't really pinpoint one position that I've um, spent more than a year playing in. So, I, yeah, as I started as a um, lockdown back pocket and then moved moved into the forward line under Choco and then um, sort of transitioned it a little bit more midfield time. So, yeah, I suppose versatile, you'd say. Yeah, and given that now you do have those strings to your bow, where do you like playing? Where, where's your favourite spot on the ground? I would say um, where I've been playing recently, a mixture of forward and through the midfield, uh, getting a bit of best of both worlds. But, um, yeah, when we're in front having a good day as a team, the forward line's a great place to be in. And we've got such a... Um, yeah, great spread of players that are yeah, real team players and they love get, getting you into the game. So, yeah, I'd say forward line and midfield is the go. You finished third in the uh, in the best and fairest award. Uh, did you feel like you'd had your – I mean, no, I know it's only nine games and it's hard to, harder to judge, but did you feel like you'd had your best year at the club? To be honest with you, it was actually, yeah, quite a shock, um, yeah, to finish third. But, yeah, nine games, a sort of few weeks playing and a few weeks off, I really didn't know – Really didn't looking back on the season. I really didn't know where I sort of sat in terms of, um, yeah, I suppose those accolades. But um, yeah, as the coaches recognised me as having an all right year. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. When the coaches sit down and, and go through, uh, you know, uh, each week's game with you, and we want you to work on this, we want you to work on that. Did you feel at the end of the year that you'd achieved and ticked those boxes that you wanted to achieve for yourself, as well as the ones they'd set for you? Ah, uh, yeah. So they were pretty keen on. Um, as I said, transitioning me into a bit more midfield time, and yeah, I felt like I added a, a bit more of a string to my to my um, game. So I guess in that sense, I've achieved, yeah, like I've I've improved from um, the year before in a different different area of the game. So yeah, I guess I've ticked that box. So um, yeah, just look forward to improving that even more next year, mate. Your name has come up in dispatches and been mentioned in media talk about you know going to higher honours. How, how are you feeling about that, and what what have you sort of set yourself in the, in that area, both you know from a physical point of view and from a mental point of view? Uh, yeah. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't lose sleep over. It. I don't really think about it too much now. I just think um, I, I'm it sticks sticks firmly in my mind. Tom Gribble speaking at the start of the year about. Um. Uh, when when team success, when there's a lot of team success and um, the team goes well, we play finals and that sort of thing. Then the the individual things follow. Um, I suppose more people get drafted as, as Jake Ricard is a great example. So, look, if we can if we can be right up there at the end of, in the end of September and and I'm playing good footy, then you sort of it might float into your mind. But look, yeah, we're just. We're just there to try and chase that silverware, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, when you uh, when you have two years like the the last two seasons have been, when you only get you know nine games in in two years, is there a is there a bit of a worry that you might sort of overextend yourself in a preseason because you got so much energy sort of locked inside you that you haven't used on the field? Yeah, I guess so. I did I did spend a bit of time over in South Australia in um the year before last year, so I played oh I played probably nine games as well there. Yeah, but um. Yeah, you're right. You don't. You got to remember that, like it's only it's only October. <laughs> yeah, it's only sort of November. You can't you can't come out all guns blazing too early. You still got to pace yourself. And yeah, it's a long it's a long season when you got to when COVID's not interrupting it. And um, yeah, you get a full run at it. So definitely 
definitely looking to pace ourselves. There's throughout a, the year. There seems to be a real commitment among this group of players uh, to, to be at the club. And as you mentioned, to, to, there's a sense that there is a, a, a success building within this group. Yep. I've, I've noticed the last few years a lot of, well, definitely Michael Sotomarco, the skip, skipper, um, recommitting. That's, yeah, that's a huge belief that something's just around the corner. And um, from the four, four or five years I'm coming up to being here, I, um, yeah, I've noticed a lot more re-signing and a yeah, great feeling around the club. And yeah, that sort of footy, Jack. Uh, you're at uni. What are you? What are you studying? What are you? What keeps you busy? I am studying in my third year of agricultural science and commerce. So three years done and one year to go. I'll be looking to find some work experience in the agricultural department um, in the coming years. And yeah, that's the road I'm heading down. So, Farmer Henderson, is, is this like, you know, you've got your 50 acres up uh, the back of uh, Balan or somewhere. Is that is that the, the aim or what do you want to do with uh, with the sort of the, the, the post-football part of your life? Well, we've actually, I'm currently up in Denoquin. We have a 3,000-acre um, sheep and cropping farm. So, I will be looking to potentially come back back up here if, if, there, if there are, there's plenty of rain around and um, it's looking prosperous up here. So, that's my plan after union a bit of work in um, a different different sector of the industry. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, look, yeah. congratulations on uh, the 2021 season. Well done, the Coaches Award and finishing third in the BNF. It's a good year. But uh, 2022 beckons and uh, we're all pretty excited about it. Absolutely. Can't wait to get into it. Thank you for having me. On the Big W Podcast, let's talk to the man who finished runner-up in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy for this year and also picked up the Trainers Award and the Property Award as well. Sean Mann is on the line. G'day, Sean. How are you going? G'day, Gabby. Yeah, good, mate. Good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, That's all right. Since the season finished, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah, so pretty much straight back into it. I mean, we've um, just been in the gym and a bit of running here and there and obviously starting to ramp back up with the running and, and footy skills and stuff like that. We've been starting a month or so, but um, yeah, been in the gym and trying to stay fit pretty much for the upcoming pre-season. Mate, your first season uh, at Werribee, but uh, obviously the family name's been around the club for a, for a fair while. Was it what you were expected when you walked in to, to actually, you know, start playing footy at the club as opposed to just being sort of around the club? Yeah, well, I guess it was uh, everything I expected and more. Um, yeah, obviously my aunt and uncle have always been involved. And then, yeah, my pop as well, Joey, he was a property steward for oh, many years. Like, <laughs> hundreds of years. Probably 30 years, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much hundreds of years. Um but yeah, and obviously like had connections there with a few boys from Aubrey and Brewery and Nick Coggle and stuff like that. So I've always heard great things and um, yeah, always, you know, I guess I was inevitable to end up there at some stage you know, in my career. And I'm just happy I got there well, in 20 and uh, start 2020. But um, yeah, to start playing, it was unreal. And the, yeah, the feel around the club's just such a inviting and warm uh, place to be. So yeah, I think Mick and uh, even like... Um, uh, sorry, Choco beforehand and Mark Penelone have all, um, you know, at the club in a really great spot going forward as well. So, yeah, fantastic place to be. From a playing point of view, did you get out of uh, what, get out of the, the year what you want? I mean, we all wanted to, to be 20 games, not nine, but did you get yeah. out of it? Did you get out of it what you wanted as a player from a playing point of view on the field? Uh, uh, from a playing point of view for a team, uh, no. would have loved to um, have made finals, especially, and then if you know, we got the season ahead to play finals and compete hard for that trophy. But on a personal level, yeah, to a degree, you know, I was just happy to get out there and playing, um, especially after the couple of years we've had. Um, but yeah, being a new player as well, I just wanted to um, 
you know, get into the team and, you know, get it, get to know everyone and get them to know me and try to put my best foot forward and earn that trust from all the players and coaches alike. Um, so, yeah, I, towards the end of the year, I was, you know, thoroughly enjoyed. Well, the whole year I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, obviously missed out on that first week. Um, but, yeah, just went back to work and put the best foot forward kind of thing. So I guess you could say I, I did get what I wanted out of it. Um, but, yeah, obviously we're all striving for, for silver at the end of the year. So hopefully next year's our year. There's a lot of similarities about footy clubs, but there's a lot of things that make them uh, uniquely different. What, what have you found at Werribee that's made it uniquely different for you from the experiences you had at Richmond? Yeah, uh, just the um, – I guess our three values that everyone lives by, the community care and being driven. Um, as soon as you walk through the doors, we're greeted by the coaches, um, all the interns, um, just everyone's there and everyone wants to be there and help us get better. And like they're there getting better themselves with what they're doing. So I think just, you know, everyone being so driven to and uh, upholding high standards to um, get better and, and yeah, everyone's just such great people. So it's so inviting and, yeah, it makes you just want to be there all the time. So that's, that's what I would say. It's such a family-orientated club. There's a commitment within this uh, this group of players too that seems to be uh, more close knit than I've seen over over a number of years. There's a real commitment to each other. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, everyone's committed to the cause, and you know when you put that jumper on, you know you're going out there with one of your brothers to you know do everything you can to get get the win. And um, yeah, when you come off, you can look each other in the eye and content with the way the way you're played and the way they've played because you know the whole 120 minutes they put everything out there for you. So yeah, we've got really good tight knit and. I think it's going to keep getting better as we keep going forward. What's your hopes uh, heading into this, uh, the, the the proper part, I guess, of the preseason for uh, for 2022, Sean? Uh, I'd like to get a bit quicker. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's one of just a couple of personal goals. I just, yeah, want to keep getting better. Um, you know, try show some more leadership around the group as well. Um, you know, we've got great leaders in sods at the top and Matt Hanson, Tom Gribble. So keep feeding off those boys and keep trying to help the young boys come through as well. Um, that's the only way we're going to get better is Everyone being on the same page and, and striving to get better. Um, and then, yeah, just do everything I can to get ready for round one, pretty much. Uh, you've been in the uh, in the AFL system uh, and you're in the VFL system now. Have you got yearnings to go back? I mean, you're still a young man. Yeah, of course. That's always, obviously the dream is to, you know, keep playing at the highest level I can. And, you know, if that's the only VFL, then I'll happily play VFL for the rest of my career. If not, you know, I'd love to have a crack at AFL and if that comes, by, you know, playing good team footy, then that comes. But, yeah, I'm just, you know, committed to Werribee and whatever happens, happens, I'd say. Yep. Outside of footy, yep. Sean, what are you up to? Uh, I'm just a sports assistant at um, Altona College. Um, so, love getting in there and, you know, going, doing PE with the kids or running lunchtime activities. Um, and, yeah, just doing the best I can to get the youth in that area to be active and healthy pretty much. Beautiful. Sounds good to me. Hey, mate, best of yeah. luck for uh, for Christmas and New Year, and we look forward to 2022 being a big year for you and for the uh, Werribee Footy Club. Awesome. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate your time, mate. Cheers. For the fourth time in his career at the Werribee Football Club, the uh, Bruce Montgomery Trophy has been handed over to this man, uh, uh, now goes down in history at the Footy Club. Matt Hanson joins me. G'day, Matt. How are you going? Very good, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure, mate. Um, uh, surprised with this one, or how did you how did you feel you'd gone in twenty twenty one? I suppose it was a bit up in the air for me. I didn't really know what to expect because um, it was only nine games. Uh, anything could happen in those nine games, essentially. But yeah, I think across the board, we had some really good players um, playing pretty consistently every game. Uh, yeah, so I guess 
I was one of those guys, and yeah, fortunate enough to come out on top in the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the likes of uh, Johnny Manor and uh, Jack Henderson certainly played very good throughout the whole of the year. So yeah, it's uh, a credit to those boys as well. Um, Matt, did you feel your your game went to another level in those nine games? I know it's hard to talk because it is only nine games, and it it sort of feels like you know half a half a season rather than a whole season, which it is. But did you did you feel like your your game went to another level with with the way you went about it, or did it just feel like normal to you? Um, it's kind of hard to compare after having the last pretty much two years off with COVID and then a broken foot the year before that. Yeah. So uh, oh, a hamstring, sorry, the year before that. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to compare, but I think um, like I, I was fairly consistent throughout each game, which was which was a good thing for me. Um, yeah, I, was, I, I suppose I was just trying to focus on, yeah, being consistent each game, um, playing that role that I'm there to play inside the midfield and spurting forward a little bit. But um, found plenty of the ball, which was nice. Uh, I suppose that comes with a bit more of experience. Uh, it's my, what was it, my seventh year this year, so I think that certainly helps uh, the younger boys giving you the ball a little bit more, which is good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, I didn't really, really go into you knowing what to expect. But I think, the like, the main word would just be consistent. When you have the level of performance that you have, what are the things that are, that you're working on in your game? What what did you focus your attention on for this for this last season as, as the area you wanted to really lift lift as a as a player yourself? Um, I was speaking to Jimmy, our mid-coach, um, before, like pretty much throughout pre-season, before we started the actual games. I think his, um, what he wanted to get out of me was that consistency as well, like performing um, at a premium level each game instead of being, like having three games in a row doing really well and then sort of dropping back a little bit into the pack. Um, so I think that sort of stuck around with me in trying to get the best out of myself every game uh, in terms of performance. Um, and, yeah, I suppose it showed throughout those nine games that we played. As a, as a marked man in the VFL, does that uh, does, does that uh, sort of weigh heavily on you now in terms of uh, when, when you run out on the ground, you know you're going to get some attention from the opposition every time? Um, it does a little bit, but I saw, it sort of helps having uh, Tommy Gribble there um, I think he cops a bit more attention than me after winning the list, and so it sort of puts me under the radar a little bit for teams, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I think like most of the games, him, um, him, and either Bjorn or Clyde and Clay, so they copped a lot of slack from uh, opposition teams. So I think I was kind of lucky that I flew under the radar a little bit that way. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes in the next few years. Matty, how's your game evolved in the in the years that you you mentioned you've been down the club seven or eight years? How's your game evolved in that time in terms of what your role is uh, in in the middle of the you know in the engine room of the team? I think I've always been sort of a inside midfielder right from the get go under John and Mont. That's where I sort of started my career, just in the guts. Um, in terms of it changing, I think I've probably become a little bit more uh, kind of a kind of a forwardish type player now. Um, I think I kicked a few goals this year, which is nice to see. So I'm definitely spending a little bit more time forward, um, whether that be like a high half forward or just a deep forward resting midfielder. Um, I think that is where Mick is probably going to look to position me again next year. Um, Obviously, midfielder has a main role, but then obviously kicking some more goals for everybody uh, for the team next year as well. 
there's a real sense about this group that there's something, uh, you know, bubbling, something going to happen with this group of players that everyone's really committed back to it again. I, I think we've probably had our highest re-signing rate that, uh, in my time at the club. Um, do, you get yeah. that, do you get that sense about this group as well? Yeah, 100%. I really, I really think if we had a full year this year, something would have come, something good would have come about it. Uh, as you saw, we, we sort of beat teams pretty convincingly, but then we sort of dropped away on games. Um, but the effort and the battle in our minds is always there as a team. I think at the end of the day, just to, like some execution things is where is where it sort of let us down a little bit. But I definitely think the, the, now the core group's been there for three, four, five, six years together. Um, I think we're building something really special. And uh, next year, if we get a full run at it, run at it, which I hope we do, I think uh, uh, like the processes and the systems are in place now. Uh, we've been under Mika for a year now. I think it's going to be a really good year for whatever next year. Matty, away from uh, footy, uh, you're obviously involved in the fitness business and uh, that's uh, that's had its challenges in the last two years too. How you how you going with that? Uh, yeah, so we've been outdoors for the last four weeks. Um, today, or Saturday, just, just Saturday just gone actually. It was our first day back at the gym. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll get a full week at it this week. Um, we're actually in the uh, process of moving to a new facility in Port Melbourne. Um, so we're just upgrading in size. Uh, from our existing studio, so we'll get a bit more space, some new equipment, um, and then just some room for some more people, which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, we're just hoping, like football, I think, just to get a clean run at it and have no interruptions next year. And be time, by the time people hear this podcast, you um, you may well be a dad. Very true. Expecting um, expecting on the November the 5th is our official due date, but, yeah, any time from now, Well, good luck with all of that, and uh, we look forward to uh, 2022 back at uh, Avalon Airport Oval and, uh, and having a real tilt at it. Thank you very much, Kev. I can't wait to get back. Good on you, Matty. Take care, mate. Thanks, mate. See ya. Thanks to Matt, Sean and to Jack for their time in uh, sharing their thoughts on the 2021 season and what a successful season it was for those three, finishing one, two and three in the best and fairest count. And, of course, we're all pretty excited about what uh, what's coming for 2022 and they'll be uh, very much involved in that. Uh, Sean also taking out the Trainers Award and the Property Award and Jack picked up the Coaches Award. The other award winners on the uh, presentation uh, of the Bruce Montgomery Trophy, uh, Don Brew uh, not only picked up a, an acknowledgement for his 50 games at the club, but also the Players' Player Award and the most courageous. Max Spencer, best defensive player. Jesse Clark, the best first-year player. Wiley Busser took the leading goal kicker award. Hudson Garoni was uh, voted most improved by the coaching staff. Uh, Ryan Pendlebury picked up the community award. Matt Brent got the award for the best local player in the local competitions. Uh, and uh, Andrew Seedholm uh, picked up the Ray Smith Club Person Award. So terrific and congratulations to all those award winners. Also acknowledgement of the uh, VFL awards uh, that were uh, on the night and of course uh, announced about a week before uh, with Matt Lobie and uh, Matty Hanson both being named in the team of the year. And our CEO Mark Penaluna getting the recognition he so richly deserves uh, from the uh, Association, not just from uh, us around the club and uh, from our football club, but also from the entire competition, uh, getting life membership to the VFL. So well done to uh, Mark on that. And speaking of life memberships, 
Congratulations to Michael Sotomarco, who picked up life membership and uh, acknowledgement, of course, of his 100 games for the year, his 10 years at the club. A terrific effort by Sod's leads from the front, and we're looking forward to uh, a very exciting year under his leadership in uh, in 2022. And also, of course, our senior coach, Michael Barlow, and our president, Martin Carter. So a big year on the way for uh, 2022. That wraps up 2021 as nicely as you can possibly put it in a package and uh, acknowledge uh, the terrific effort of uh, the four-time winner now of the Bruce Montgomery Trophy. There's some great names on that trophy and Matt Hansen certainly deserves to be there. He's on it four times now. What an amazing effort that is. Congratulations uh, to Matt and all the best of luck uh, to him uh, on the new addition to the family whenever that happens. Uh, it probably has by the time you hear this. Uh, let's hope everything uh, goes well for him. We look forward to uh, him being such a big part of our footy club again in 2022. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Big W Podcast. My thanks, uh, of course, to our sponsors, the CB Motor Group, Avalon Airport, Corio Waste and CSCG. Please support our sponsors. They're all there on the website for you to check out and take advantage of the great offers that they give to the uh, the Werribee fans and supporters and members. So look after them and they'll look after you. Till next time, take care. I'm Kevin Hillier. Go to Big W. With the Tigers, boy.